From bloated and tired to free and inspired, welcome to Free and Inspired Radio with Philip Watkins, your weekly dose of everything digestion and mental health related. We hope you enjoy this episode. Here is your host, Philip Watkins. Yes, yes. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Free and Inspired Radio. I'm your host, a naturopathic practitioner, Philip Watkins, and I'm grateful to have you with us today. If you're new to the show, well, the title says it all. It's all about feeling free and inspired and exploring the many different avenues you can take to get there, whether it's deep dives on digestion and mental health solutions or guests who offer their own stories and answers. I hope I can be the type of guide you can rely on to unlock the agency you have to reach your own mental and physical competency. Let's get started with what's coming up on today's episode. Coming up on this week's show. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all to episode 51 of Free and Inspired Radio, the last one for 2022. How have you been since we connected in the last episode? Of course, it was before Christmas. Christmas and everything the festive season entails is and has classically been a polarizing one for many, especially if you're yet to solve your health issues. It can actually be quite a challenge and it's often kind of a little bit surprising, but clinics actually get quite busy leading up to Christmas and also through these kind of Bermuda Triangle type days between Christmas and New Year's. And that being said, I hope you're coming through things with your head held high and looking forward. And it's this forward thinking theme that we're going to carry on with this episode. And we're going to leave the science behind a little bit and look towards a more existential way of directing ourselves through 2023. Now, I tend to shy away from giving the type of advice we're going to cover in this episode, but I mainly because I feel like there's enough people trying to give you advice on on these things around this time of year, but just also in general, it's pretty saturated, right? So look, this is just my take on things. I'm hoping it helps. But one of the other reasons why I decided to do an episode like this was that more than any other year in my 15 years of practice, I've seen more of two types of patients than others. The first is a patient finally feeling brave enough to face what they need to to move forward with their lives. The second is realizing that the way they exist in the world matters to both their health and basically everything. Now, in either sense, it can be pretty overwhelming for two reasons. And the first is where to start. The second is trying to maintain a level of optimism when it comes to, to a process that really is embedded in the unknown. And I would like to just kind of, I guess, deviate a little bit from where I was going to go with this, but that's why we have a podcast, I guess. The I've said this every time someone brings up a maybe a mental and emotional step that they want to take or even just a physical one, the... Generally, it takes a lot to get to that point and it gets a lot to feel safe with someone to share that with them, especially if they're not friends and family. So as I said, today is more about what my kind of four things to consider if you're feeling like you need a change in 2023. Some quotes, some statements, I'll give them some backup and you can obviously contact me directly if you want me to elaborate. But once again, I'm sure... There are millions of people very much excited to elaborate on uh, on these things. Well, look, let's start off with the first quote. 
how to successfully navigate yourself through 2023, my take. So the first quote is one that I use a lot. Sometimes this annoys people, especially my wife. Shout out to my wife. Um, First quote, no one boards a plane without knowing where it's going. And look, I'm well aware that there are mystery flights in Australia. Shout out to to Adelaide for uh, (laughs) having me. uh, I arrived on a mystery flight in Adelaide a while back in Australia. But no one boards a plane without knowing where it's going, do they? Do you? Not many people I know do. And why should your health be any different? And I think when it comes to your health and it comes to goals, you know, to do with your health, it shouldn't be different. And imagine being stopped in the street and asked, do you want to be healthy? And what would your answer be? I think the answer is always going to be yes, right? You're always going to say, yes, I want to be healthy. I would hope so anyway. The next question, though, is a more interesting one as a follow-up. How do you know if you're healthy or not? And that is not such an easy one to answer. And this is the point of the first statement. Whilst I've taken mystery flights, as I said, as a novelty, I doubt many of you, my listeners, or people you know, would be willing to board a flight without knowing where they're going. So with that in mind, how do you know if you're healthy? How do you know if you're going in the right direction if you don't have at least some endpoint in mind? Now, an easy way to answer this question is to begin with another question. Now, aside from being dead, how do you want your health to enrich your life? Now, this is getting more specific, right? Would you like to be more productive? If so, you'll know you're healthy when your work is more effortless than it is now, or in a more straightforward terms, your executive function or cognition is more robust. Let's get more specific still. How do you know your cognition or executive function is better? Easy. Imagine your, imagine your day where you start things and finish them more effectively. Imagine your day when you can say yes to things that reflect your higher self and no to things that don't. Imagine a day where a problem arises and you take on those new variables, stay calm and do what needs to be done. Okay, that last one isn't always possible in the real world, but I'm sure you get my drift. There is ways to visualize how your health and how being in better health can enrich the quality of your day and all of these reflect a more effective executive function or at least the examples we've just used and these your executive function can be significantly improved by eating a higher amount of fruits and vegetables now there's a full episode on executive function if you want to look into that i can't remember what episode it is i'm sorry i always do that Uh, please just look through the guide and You'll find that if you want to know more. But this is the kicker, right? Once you get a little more specific, you can have a positive outcome in mind that improves the quality of your day. But more importantly, the road becomes a lot simpler than you think. We basically just did that, right? You can apply this to anything else. Want to lose weight? Why? Maybe you want to have more energy to chase your toddler around. The simple solution to that is eat fewer foods that will sap your nutritional currency and more food that gives you some currency in return. Now, I know your immediate thought is it's not as simple as that, but perhaps you get my point. Now, it's the complexity of maintaining a simple solution that leads to our following statement. The simple things are the hardest to maintain. And it's kind of crazy, isn't it? But it seems to be somewhat in our nature to value the hardcore, bleeding-edge, sophisticated option at the expense of the more straightforward or easier one. For example, eating five cups of fruits and vegetables a day, which has been proven by science over and over again to just be the gold standard of how to a baseline healthy life. 
Now, the irony, of course, is that the simpler and easier option is done over a slightly more extended period of time will have considerably compound benefits. Now, if a patient who comes to mind here who came to me with a request to make improvements to his diet, he was at the same time, I'll say, a little anxious and overworked, as many people are in Hong Kong. Still, to honor his request, we looked at his diet, and at the end of the first session, we agreed to keep it simple, and eating five serves of fruits and vegetables might be the best place to start, mainly just so that we could help him connect with how basic dietary changes could influence the quality of his day. Now, we didn't see each other for a while until the day that we did. And my patient said that one of the reasons he didn't come back sooner was he found the added fruits and vegetables have quite a few unexpected benefits to his day, more energy and a, ha- and a handle on his anxiety, which is interesting. I always try to remember this case when I'm looking to be over-sophisticated in helping people. Something as a practitioner I can be guilty of too. You want to try and be sophisticated. You want to try and find as many lock and keys as you can to open up people's health. After all, I'm only human. But it is kind of inescapable to chase those sophisticated, innovative kind of methods, especially if you've been trying to help yourself for a while. If you're a regular listener to the show, you may remember in one of the episodes I mentioned a patient who gave herself an iHerb degree because she felt as if she'd used every single product on iHerb at the supplement site for her digestive issues, none of which had helped. But as I said, it's quite quite inescapable to want to try something new to try and help yourself, right? Sometimes all this striving can be overwhelming and keeping it simple is a big deal. But this leads me to the following next statement to help you in 2023. And this is my favorite. You will until you won't. To be totally transparent, as I said, this is one of my favorite quotes and one of my wife's least favorite. Uh, In my view, this statement is a perfectly weighted mixture of love and reality. (laughs) For most, the reality of it can be a little direct. But it's difficult to argue with when it comes to transcending old standards. More importantly, the love is in understanding how free you are just by being here now. And I know for a lot of people that is difficult to run with because it it doesn't give you the same modern day, I'm hardcore doing all this stuff. But it's, I often feel like there's no pressure and you will until you won't is an easy way to break the pattern of thoughts that go through your mind when your inner critic is kind of judging and persecuting you when you're not doing or achieving or you know, hitting your goals for the day, you will until you won't or you won't until you will. And the reason why I say this is because I see so many patients where the urgency to change and the urgency to have a New Year's resolution, for example, can feel very real, but it's an illusion. It's okay just to be who you are now. And I'm telling you, I'm going to repeat that. It's okay to be who you are now, unless, of course, it isn't. <laughs> and I laugh because this, is kind of, this kind of exchange brings me to why this is most likely my wife's least favorite philism. Um, it's interchangeable too. So you will until you won't, or you won't until you will. And this quote has helped and continues to help me with my personal addictive qualities, most notably when I feel like I'm never going to stop wanting to swim in a pool full of donut balls. Um, especially if one of these pools exists, by the way, don't tell me. Um, but hey, you know, I'm a practitioner. I'm a human too. And these quotes often help me as well. And I'm hoping they're going to help you. 
all this isn't about giving yourself a free pass and not transcend yourself. And I think that's really important. It's not. It's more about not letting your inner voice, as I said, persecute and sentence you in the court of your mind for something taking longer than you expected to. Just because something you want proves to be a little more complex than you envisioned doesn't mean it won't fall in your favor eventually. In other cases, though, maybe the following statement is more appropriate. This is a big one I use in the clinic as well. Have the courage to be brave. Sounds like an oxymoron. Sounds like two of the same thing. But in the definitions that I looked up on the Oxford Dictionary, courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Being brave suggests that you're willing to endure or face something unpleasant without showing fear. So my interpretation of that, the free and inspired radio interpretation on the 31st of December 2022 is that courage helps you start, bravery enables you to endure. And of course, there are many ways to interpret this, aren't there? Whether you want to be brave or courageous, sometimes moving forward in an area of your life needs a deep breath and a big step. Whether it be booking an appointment with someone to help you with your IBS or making an agreement with yourself to confront how your past influences your behavior in now, basically. And you can do that with a counselor, anyone. It doesn't matter. Sometimes making the decision is a big deal. Now, we can make things, particularly change or taking action, seem ominous with the imaginations we've been given. Sometimes this may even be deciding to change. Still not making a decision is a decision in itself, right? So in 2023, you may not be actually ready to take any action. And that's okay. You might be at a place where you need the courage to decide that action is necessary to move forward. You may have heard that in addiction work, um, one of the key steps and one of often the biggest steps if you've you know known someone with addiction is that you need to admit that there's something that needs to change and that then is a huge step and you'll be surprised how the world might look after a decision like this now this doesn't have to be addiction this can be wanting to start to exercise again this can be getting some help for whatever you has been bothering you or you've been uh, you've been tolerating this can be any type of change or any type of action that you want now from here you can start working out what you need to do to take action on the basis of that decision and that step leads us to the next statement we overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year i'm going to go into that a little bit more after the break here on free and inspired radio Woo! time to take a break are you enjoying this episode of free and inspired radio there's no better time to take back your personal health sovereignty if you want to connect with more free and inspired episodes Simply subscribe to your favorite podcast platform or visit the website at www.philipwatkins.health for more information. Let's get back to the show. Yes, yes. Welcome back to episode 51 of Free and Inspired Radio. We're doing something a little different from our usual focus on the brain and the gut and the diet. In this episode, as we cross over into a new year, we're looking at some things you might want to consider if you're planning on making a change in 2023. And obviously, there's so much content around this, and this is purely my own, you know, my own kind of opinion, if you like. And as I said, I'm trying to 
script is a little less than usual, so some ums and ahs and some pauses. But we've looked into a few statements, so no one gets in a plane without knowing where it's going to land. That was the first one. You will until you won't, which is one of my favorites. And simple things are often harder to maintain than you think. And that was the third one. So we've done three things already in the first part of the show. And the next one is quite important because I think it's more of a practical thing to consider. And I have 100% stolen this from Tony Robbins. Thank you. I'm sure uh, you'll come and find us on Freedom Inspired Radio. Can't wait to do the interview. Uh, The quote is, we overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year. Now, both my own journey and being part of others, I can say that how people set their goals is often the clearest indicator of their seriousness. This assessment isn't meant to be negative. It It just represents where people are in the spectrum of change. For example, if you've decided to take some action on something by using your own sovereignty, your own power, but your vision contains 26 hours of action for a 24-hour day, it's possible that you may need to step back and re-decide what you want. Let me offer you a recent and very personal example. This is a big deal for me to share all of this, but hey, one that's led you to actually be able to listen to this episode. So for almost a decade, I've wanted to put a project together like Free and Inspire Radio. Whether I felt it was time to move forward or whenever I felt it was time to move forward, excuse me, I wanted 30 episodes done in a month, otherwise it wasn't worth it. There were many nuances wrapped up in this, obviously, comparing my beginning to others' middle and the reality of simply not being ready to commit out of fears and all of the usual kind of human stuff. It was only in October 2021 that I decided instead of my past efforts of getting to 100 episodes in a year, I was going to do one a week consistently and make sure that I focus on you, the listener, at every stage. I can't tell you how frustrating and slow I've found it for my personality. However, I can safely say, even in these early stages of a a show like this, I wouldn't be delivering episode 51 to you this week without having taken things one brick at a time. It can seem very overwhelming once you start making small changes and small steps like this. It seems like there's a long way to go. Still, depending on what your higher self wants for your life, there can be a lot of bricks. As I said, being courageous enough to step into the reality of getting what you want can be strangely as exhilarating as it is overwhelming. You're on the road going somewhere instead of waiting and watching, and that can build considerable momentum. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about getting started, but doing something easy. And you may have read Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, honestly, I don't, There, that's the top of a lot of people's list of books. It was good, but not my favorite book. Um, uh, But one thing I do very much agree with, and I can definitely say has worked for myself and other people, is that if you do want to change something in your world, then make it easy. And it will become second nature very quickly. And you'll be on your way before you before you know it. And it's really cool to see. Bonus exercise. So I was just going to do four things. But then as I was putting this together, I felt like I wanted just to do something more practical that if you wanted to try, you could. Um, and this it was is actually a question to ask and is a little bit different from, I guess, your usual list of goals or resolutions. And it's to answer a question 
as this. How would I act today if I loved myself? How would I act today if I loved myself? Now, we all love something or someone, and we all profess to love ourselves, and it's basically what makes us human. Are there, though, common themes in how we act towards what or who we love? What adjectives would you use to articulate this behavior? Now, would you be more forgiving? Would you, be, would you share more? Would you be compassionate? Would you perhaps be encouraging? How would you like someone in love with you to treat you if the genie could deliver it? Write as many adjectives as you can down on a piece of paper, put it where you can see it, when you wake up and try to act on one of those ways towards yourself each day. Once again, super simple. Is there a time in your day where you could forgive yourself? Is there a time in your day where you could be more compassionate? On the flip side, is there a time in your day where you could be a little bit more upbeat and encouraging towards yourself? Just one. That's all I'm saying. Maybe tomorrow you can forgive yourself for being something you aren't until you are. Or the voice in your head could be the one that tells you that you've got what it takes to add another brick to the stack today. Perhaps you could simply feel good for making your bed, something you didn't do yesterday. So you've gone from a non-bed maker yesterday to a bed maker today. Look at you, easy peasy. So what do you think? Most people would end an episode like this saying if you like this type of content from me then let me know in the comments and we'll do more however i'm not going to say that i find sharing these types of things outside of my clinic room and friends and family to be pretty confronting i'm gonna say i was actually not gonna do this and look if you feel like it's been valuable for you i'm super happy because free and inspired radio is a help about helping you to get one step closer to a day that isn't filled with you thinking about your digestive and mental health. But I will say, as a bit of a deviation once again, that all of the successful chronic cases that I've almost ever seen have all met their personality at some stage. And when they meet their personality and they realize that the way they interact and perceive the world is greatly either interfering or amplifying, sustaining, exciting the, their condition or maybe inhibiting their recovery, for example, going through a process that talks about some of the stuff that we've talked about in this episode is paramount and important and incredibly necessary. So in 2023, we're going to continue back on our journey with digestive and mental health. Definitely more guests coming up in 2023. And we're going to hopefully be able to continue to give the information you can rely on, heavily referenced as usual, and practical where possible. With that said, as we move into the new year, I hope listening to this has still helped you to get one step closer to envisioning what you need to get hold of your personal sovereignty. More importantly, helped you to find yourself in the right place at the right time. You are until you're not. You're not until you are. It's really okay. Don't, you don't have to strive unless you do. With that, lots of love. Philip Watkins signing out. We'll see you in 2023. Oh my gosh, you made it to the end. 
This show is all about you, and we hope you finished this episode feeling one step closer to feeling free and inspired. We'll be back next week, but if you want to know more about Philip, please catch a digital flight to www.philipwatkins.health for further details about how we might be able to help. In the meantime, have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you for another episode next week.